Welcome to the Unfuck Your Relationships podcast. I'm Michelle Panning, your host, intimacy alchemist, trigger queen, and founder of The Connected Woman, aka your new go-to bestie for all things love, sex, and relationships that won't blow total smoke up your ass. (laughs) I believe you deserve to have it all, to feel worthy, confident, and have a fulfilling as fuck love life. In this podcast, we're dropping the insecurity and doubt so that you can transform into the powerful, confident, and secure woman you know you're destined to be. So grab your favorite glass of wine and let's get to work because it's time to reclaim your self-worth, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my gosh, this has been a long time coming. (laughs) If you've been following me on Instagram for a while, you'll know that I've been talking about this podcast for like fucking forever. So it's really exciting that I'm actually getting to do this. (laughs) Yeah, I have so much to share, as you guys know, and me having to fit it into a one minute story just ain't gonna cut it anymore. And what I love about doing a podcast is I can sit here in my pajamas and no makeup and that's the fucking vibe, right? So I want to tell you guys a little bit about who I am and my journey because I find it really difficult to listen to people who I don't feel like have been through what I've been through. And obviously we all have our own unique experiences. We all have our own life things that we've gone through. Of course, like my experiences will never be the exact same as yours, but I want to show you that I've been where you are or have been as well. You know, like there's no shame in your game. If you're acting out in relationships, if you're shutting down your emotions, if you're doing the like push pull thing, hot, cold, like, yep, been there too. I've done all the things like I'm sure through the course of me doing all these episodes, you guys are going to hear the funniest stories because I've done some really dumb shit (laughs) like from a place of fear and wanting to be desperately loved. I have done some pretty embarrassing shit. So stay tuned for those stories because I absolutely love story times. So let me tell you about how I even got into this. I was a stripper for 11 years. So I started dancing when I was 19. (laughs) Totally thought that I knew everything about everything, but I was actually just a fucking child who wanted to get paid to party essentially and really wanted validation from men, right? At the time, I didn't recognize that that's what that was. But looking back, I'm like, oh yeah. I used to just say, I do it for the money, which... Yes, true, but also it was mostly for endless, endless amounts of validation and attention from men. And that was great when I was getting it, right? But stripping can be a very volatile industry. And so if I would be at work and, you know, nine out of 10 people could say yes to a lap dance, but that one guy who said no, I was like, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't he like me? Is it because I'm fat or I'm too tall or I'm not pretty enough or, you know, whatever the story was. And I would go into a complete spiral, right? Now, take a wild guess. Do you think that was contained to just dancing? Fuck no. Also, if you're new here, I swear a lot. If you don't like cursing, (laughs) this is maybe not the podcast for you because I can't help it. Okay, so no, this spilled out into my romantic relationships with pretty much every partner, right? 
I was so desperate for the love of men, right? And that's a really challenging place to be in. And so if you're there, I feel you. So essentially what my relationships looked like was attracting men who were not emotionally available, right? They couldn't access their emotions. There was no communication. There was a lot of drama. It was very push-pull. And so I got into the dynamics of getting with men who I could never fully win their love and approval. And so I would chase, chase, chase and be really anxious. But if they were to turn around and say like, okay, you got me, I love you, then I would become really avoidant and freak out and find everything wrong with them and want to bail. <laughs> so this went on for every single relationship I was in since I was a teenager until the time I was, I don't know, 28, 29, when I had a come to Jesus moment. It's a funny story. And I'll tell you, it wasn't funny at the time. It's fucking hilarious now. So I went to the Mind Body Spirit Festival in Melbourne with my partner at the time. And if you don't know what that festival is, it's basically this like esoteric festival that's held in a convention center, which is a bunch of woo-woo sort of people, which is totally up my alley. And they have a bunch of tarot readers and psychics there. So I booked in to see a tarot reader and my partner and I had had a great day. And in that particular relationship, I was feeling a little bit unsure about where we were headed. Like we couldn't get on the same page really. So this is what I asked this psychic and tarot reader. I was like, what should I do about my relationship? What do we think? Where is this headed? What do you see? What's in the cards for me? And she was like, he loves you so much. Like he sees a future with you. He wants to be with you and get married and have kids with you. And I was like, whoa, okay, cool. I'm going to really like open here and give this a real go. Okay. So I leave that tarot reading. I'm feeling really optimistic. I'm like, this guy's the one, how great. He's so handsome, blah, blah, blah. Even though our relationship was so shit, we couldn't talk about anything. <laughs> That's not fair. I'm not going to say it was totally shit because we did have fun together. We did have good times, but like it was not a long lasting relationship by any stretch of the imagination. Anywho, so we meet up after my tarot reading and we get in the car. I'm like, let's go get pizza. Let's go back home. Let's watch a movie. Me thinking I'm now with my future husband. And he's like, you know, Michelle, I got to talk to you. I don't see this relationship going anywhere and I don't think we should continue. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So he really, yeah, he broke up with me on the car ride home from that. So I naturally begged him to stay with me. I remember being on the kitchen floor, crying and bawling my eyes out, pretty much grasping onto his leg, begging him not to leave, even though my higher self, like this small voice inside of me was like, let him go. Like, you know, he's not the one for you. Let him go. But my inner child, my little girl was like, no, please don't leave me. Anyways, to cut a long story short, he left. <laughs> so in the, you know, the full depths of my misery, 
to be dramatic. I was trying to numb out and not feel what I was feeling. So I was just scrolling Facebook and I'm part of this travel group on Facebook for women. And I saw this chick post about this yoga and meditation retreat in Thailand, in Copenhagen. And I so happened to just have no stripping jobs lined up for six weeks. Cause at that point I was doing private. So like bucks parties or bachelor parties or whatever. So I had no jobs lined up for six weeks and I just had the money sitting there, which at that point I was like horrific at saving. So that was a miracle in itself. And I found this retreat and I was literally in Thailand like less than a week later, which is wild. I've never done anything like that in my entire life. I've never traveled by myself before at that point. So that was pretty fucking crazy, but it's like my soul knew Anyways, when I was there, I learned about inner child work. I started reading about attachment theory. I met with a whole bunch of like Reiki and energetic healers. I got massages. I did a whole bunch of workshops around sexuality and sensuality and relating and the feminine, all the things that I teach now. And my mind was blown. I was like, fucking, how do I not know this? Like, how is this not taught? I don't understand. And this is why I do the work that I do because it's like some stupid expectation that you're supposed to just be amazing at relationships and incredible at like, (laughs) you know, sex and communication and all of these things when you never fucking learned it. It's like someone coming to me at 30 years old and saying, I hope you know how to do algebra. Like I don't. That's not a good example because we did learn that in school, (laughs) but I still don't know it. I don't know. It would be like someone coming to me and being like, I hope you know how to fix a car. Like I never learned how to do that. Why would there be an expectation that I know how to do that? Right. It's the same with relationships. It's the same with sexuality. And this is why I want to do this podcast really, because I want this information to be accessible to everyone. I want everyone to know that you're not alone. You feeling anxious about your relationships or the guys that you're dating or, you know, whatever. It's cool. Like you're in the fucking majority probably, right? And there's tools and practices and resources out there for you, for you to come into secure attachment, to feel really good, to feel really secure and not have to be in those same cycles of drama. Okay, I'm coming in hot to tell you something super, super exciting. I'm feeling a little bit fancy, and I want to give you a chance to win a free spot in the next round of Connected Woman. You guys know this program is the fucking shit when it comes to taking you from feeling anxious about your love life to feeling actually confident, worthy, and secure not doing this overly dramatic neediness or completely shutting down your needs and your desires. No more people pleasing just for a teeny tiny little crumb of love and approval. It's just confidence standards all the way from here on out. Okay. All you have to do is leave a review and then screenshot that and send an email to hello at michellepanning.com. That's it. Okay. I'm super, super, super stoked to be giving away a spot to one of you. So don't be fucking lazy. Enter the damn giveaway. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the episode. 
Okay, so after that, what happened was I continued to date people who were emotionally unavailable for like at least a year. I'd say a year, probably 18 months. And then the more work I did, the more I realized I was emotionally unavailable. I was really terrified of vulnerability. I kept saying, I want a man who can be vulnerable. But if a man actually opened up, I was like, oh, God, no, thank you. I really don't like that. So I had to look at all the places and where I said I wanted something in someone else, but I was completely unwilling to go there myself. So it was a lot of internal work, my friend. You know, I, inner child has been one of the most beneficial things I've ever done in my entire life, which is why I teach it in The Connected Woman, because if I was going to show you one thing that I feel would make an impact in your, I mean, not just your relationships, but in your entire life, it would be inner child work, right? Getting to know the most sensitive, most vulnerable, most tender parts of you, because oftentimes, and this is certainly what I was doing, we just steamroll right over right? We abandon ourselves constantly. Oh my God, do we do that? That was like the number one thing I was doing, right? We're so terrified of abandonment from other people. And yet we do it to ourselves constantly. And what I mean by that is every time that I have sex with someone that I don't really want to have sex with, that is abandoning myself. Every time that I cross my own boundaries, that's abandoning myself. Every time that I people please just so that I can be accepted, that is abandoning myself. There's so many examples, not sticking to your word, right? So it's like, okay, that's what we do in Connected Woman. We're looking at our own lawn per se, because what happens is we're standing on our lawn, which is like fried and dry and brown. And then we're looking at someone else's lawn and we're like, you really should think about watering that, <laughs> right? We're like so easy to give other people advice and say, oh, it's men's fault. And it's the guys that I'm dating. They don't know how to open up, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but water your own damn lawn first. Right. And so that's what I had to do. And that's what the connected woman is. It is water and fertilizer and all good things for your own lawn. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? We have to start with us. Okay. And this is so, so, so important to me, you guys, because I've seen it time and time and time again when women just so willing to put their own needs and desires aside just for like the teeniest little fucking crumb of love and approval because deep down they don't believe they're fully worthy of love and I'm not just saying it is like oh them out there it's like that was me too and that might be you right now and that's okay because you may have spent your whole life and your whole childhood being told that, no, you're not worthy of it. And we live in a culture that says you have to do something to be worthy of love. This is why I see so many women and me too going on dates where we don't want him to pay because we don't want to feel like we owe him something, right? Or if he does pay or if he's being a gentleman, then we feel like we owe him sex, right? Uh, no, 
I'm just going to put a stop to that right fucking now. So it's like this whole, the connected woman is all about helping you to feel worthy of whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to justify your desires, right? Every week in there, I have a brag thread, which I'm like, tell me what you're celebrating. What's going on that you want to brag about in your life? Because we don't brag. We're taught that that's so selfish and you're so up yourself. And I'm like, no, 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 not over here. Fuck that. And I got that concept from Mama Gina who wrote the book Pussy. It's so good. I highly recommend that book. But I just think that we should all brag and be really proud of who we are and we are worthy. We don't have to do anything to be worthy. You're already worthy just because you were born. (laughs) Like that's it, you know? And that's really why I wanted to start this podcast because I want to be like your bestie in your ear once a week that is championing you to be your best fucking self, which is like such a like lame term. But like, really, I want you to be out in the world, whether you're single or you're in a relationship or you're married or you've never been in a relationship, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because this is all about connecting so, so deeply to yourself so that you can experience real intimacy with men, okay? Because what I learned was that I could only go as far with someone else, as far and as deep with someone else as I could with myself. All the places that I was not willing to look at within myself, that was going to be attracted in someone else, right? Or like, they're not going to go there. So you can't ask for someone who's emotionally available and then be emotionally unavailable yourself, right? You're like, I want you to be vulnerable and open up, but don't ask me to do the same thing. And vulnerability means different things to different people. Okay. I used to think vulnerability was like sharing something that could be seen as like a little bit shocking, right? So I would fake vulnerability in the sense that I would share things that I think other people would find vulnerable, right? Like I would share about my times in stripping and And all of that, and people will be like, wow, you're so open. And I'm like, I know. But those things didn't feel vulnerable to me. What felt vulnerable to me is saying, hey, I really like you, and I'd love to see you again. Or actually, that really hurt my feelings. Or asking for my needs to be met. That is what feels vulnerable And I wasn't willing to go there, which is why I was attracting men who weren't going to do anything. They weren't going to open up. They weren't going to meet my needs. So this is why I want to do this work, because I want to show you that vulnerability is okay. And it's okay to be scared, but getting in touch with your inner child is a great, great place to start. And then also learning to understand men as well creates so much compassion. I can't even tell you. There are so, so many stories that I could tell you, but we've got a whole podcast series coming up. So I will pace myself, you know, and I have seen this work, of course, impact my life, but I've also seen this impact many, many, many women's lives. I think I've had like over a hundred women go through the connected woman, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, 
the more I run that program and the more women that I connect with, I just drop into how powerful this shit is because I'm talking like one of my clients, Nina, she was on the bachelor in paradise and she was single for 10 years, 10 years. You guys, she went on those TV programs to find love. It didn't work. You know, it didn't work out the way that she had hoped or whatever, as those things often do. And She did The Connected Woman and met her partner within, I think it was like either the last week or within a week of finishing the program. Like it was very, very, very soon. And she's been with him ever since. So like a year, a year and a half, something like that. And they've moved in together and it's so beautiful. Like that's incredible. And they just have like the most loving relationship. And that's not a unique story, you know? Like I've seen it time and time and time again. I've had women who are in relationships who have reconnected with their partner and reinvigorated. Is that a word? (laughs) I don't know. But they've like, you know, zhuzhed up their relationship. Yeah. And it's like it's like in the honeymoon phase again, which how many people can say that? you know, but not even in the honeymoon phase where you're just all loved up, but not actually stating your needs and your boundaries and your desires. It's like, no, all of that, right? There's women who have gone from relationship to relationship to relationship, never giving them time to be single, never giving them time to actually get to know themselves because they're too scared to be alone, right? Which is like a totally normal and common thing. And then they leave the connected woman and they're like, oh my God, I think I actually want to be single for a while, right? And that I've had women do intentional celibacy for where for the duration of the program, they don't date or they don't have sex because they actually want to just be in their own energy and get to know themselves. So there's so many ways that this can impact you, right? And it's like everything touches everything. So it doesn't just impact your relationships with your romantic partner, right? I've seen this impact friendships, co-working relationships, relationships with your parents. Like this work has allowed me to actually have a connection with my dad, which honestly, you know, maybe I can get into that into another podcast, but that is something that I never thought would happen. And him and I have been able to really open up and have vulnerable conversations. And that's possible for you to reconnect with your parents, right? This also has the capacity, and I've seen it with one of my clients. She was sharing about how her son has now started to open the car door for her when she gets in and out. You know, it impacts your relationship with your children because she's really seeing him as a little man. Like he's six years old (laughs) and that was without prompting. How bloody cute is that? I like teared up a little bit when she told me that. So all in all, I am so, so, so deeply grateful for that man breaking up with me in the car. (laughs) As devastating as that was at the time, I'm so incredibly grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so happy to be here. Really. I'm grateful to each and every one of you who chooses to listen and spend your time here. And I cannot wait to be of service and give you all the things 
all the tips and tricks that I have learned going through the fucking pits of hell, dating and toxic relationships, and really, honestly, clawing myself out, you know? Like, I have spent, no joke, $100,000 on my healing. I don't know, maybe more than that. And so I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to spend $100,000. I will just help you out in the podcast, you know? So... Yeah, I'm super excited and I cannot wait for the rest of this journey. Love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unfuck Your Relationships podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you regain your self-worth and reclaim your power. Remember, you deserve to feel safe and secure in your relationships. If you love what you learned, be sure to hit that follow button so you never miss a future episode and leave a review to help me reach more passionate women just like you who want to heal their relationship patterns so they can have real intimacy with men. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Michelle Panning. See you back here in the next episode.